Delhi yeah. or major big cities, which is again far from Punjab. So I'm like, if I have to move out, I'm gonna just like go to a different country. <laughs> We are back with one more episode of the Cloudinary Talks and we have the Rishabh Kumar here. He is one of the like renowned cloud person <laughs> from the cloud background. So today we are going to talk about more of the things around the cloud, DevOps and various things. Uh, other than that, welcome to the Cloudinary Talk episode 7. I am I'm going to ask really awesome questions today because we have the developer person with the cloud native things and cloud things. So, uh, you know, what will happen today? <laughs> so move forward to the Rishabh. He will introduce himself because he's the only person who can introduce himself. <laughs> I know he has done various things. So yeah, Rishabh, go ahead. Uh, thank you, Rohit. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, yeah, episode seven. So I'm Rishabh. I work as a developer evangelist for Twilio. I've had experience as a cloud engineer, as a DevOps engineer, uh, and I've been in the tech industry for almost five years uh, now. And yeah, I also teach part-time as a professor. Uh, I teach AWS at the college that I graduated from and will dive deep <laughs> into the education uh, nice. you know, history. And yeah, I'm also an AWS community builder and some of you may already know Learn to Cloud. So yeah, those are a few things uh, that I've achieved uh, recently. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how to summarize this because you have done various things. <laughs> so uh, going forward, uh, I have one question for you. Like uh, you were previously in the India, right? So how how was your journey from India to the Canada and uh, how the things are go going and how are you now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you for asking. Uh, things are going good. Um, the journey, I would say, was not kind of traditional because uh, you know how it is in India. So I, 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 was in, I did non-medical. Um, so for people who don't know non-medical, it's just science. So maths. Uh, chemistry and physics in in your grade 11 and 12 um and then the jae exam that everyone gives right so i got yeah. a good university uh in punjab so i'm from punjab basically and the thing is i it, it was too far and also like i didn't find the studies were you know uh really good there was many issues uh including like i couldn't find accommodation yeah. so i had to um you know commute 30 minutes uh in the morning and yeah i think i was just you know too young to move out at that time i guess yeah um and then i moved a bit closer to my family so i transferred to another university which was closer um and that was in chandigarh but Again, like I studied there for two semesters, so I completed a year in computer science. Um, but I found like what the scope is, like there was too much competition uh, in India when it came to, you know, uh, jobs, especially if you're uh, aiming for like big tech companies. Uh, uh, so I had friends back then in, in college or university, a uh, few of them moved out to Canada few of them went to like Australia and other countries uh, mid-degree. So they were doing their degree, but they decided to move out. And I'm like, okay. So I asked them, 
and it seemed like they made like a good choice i guess um but the thing is i couldn't afford you know a computer science degree in canada um or us because it's so expensive the other route i would have to take yeah. is give the sat exam and get a scholarship if i was smart enough um but yeah so i decided to take a computer networking and technical support diploma which was for 2 years and yeah moved to canada nice so uh, in, to summarize everything he has not done traditional method of uh, like everyone goes to the canada by doing the traditional thing like they go the sat they do the gre and then they go for the studies and like ms or bachelors but uh, rishabh doesn't follow that traditional method he chooses his own path and uh, we know like where he is today so it was really inspiring journey uh, because i see nowadays you are in the magazines of your college also <laughs> so oh, oh, that is also the nice story right you can also share with our audience and uh, with with that we will also know what to know like uh, how the things are like around the learn to cloud so it is the big, big term today right so everyone is uh, when it comes to the learning the cloud technologies and cloud native technologies they know the few websites like uh, where they can go and study <laughs> and stuff right so yeah like how you started this community what was your goal and uh, now we see you at the magazine also so what was this entire transition yeah yeah so um i think i'll share a bit pieces of you know a bit of a history of so i completed my diploma you know it was a technical support diploma so the only role i could really get is either it admin who were <laughs> the the students who were really smart they they went and became sys admins and it admins uh my internship was an it admin but i got a full time offer as a support person right so i was supporting customers um with IT or computer related issues and i realized that i don't want to do that for for like the longer term of my career and yeah. that's when i think i started shadowing developers qa people and like cloud engineers we had a cloud in- team back uh back in the company that i worked for and yeah um i said okay i don't want to be a developer i don't want to be in qa i think cloud is you know something that i want to do and it was like fascinating right. how um all these systems worked and this was back in 2018 so just seeing that like ecosystem and like how these big saas companies are working with the help of you know cloud and all the amazing features of you know scalability elasticity just like it blew my mind and that's how the journey started for me uh learning cloud and i think when i look back i wanted like you know mentor or a guide um which would have made my journey easier you know i did oh. had a cloud team that was supportive um but they they were only able to guide me for that particular company right we only used right. aws we used it, um like few services inside aws right so the only architecture i was ever exposed to was for that company and yeah i think that was the thought process behind learn to cloud is gwen uh she's a cloud advocate at microsoft she's um uh, one of my great friends um she had a similar journey right and yeah she just sat down um came up with this idea that hey 
like we have made a career in cloud by self learning and self teaching ourselves. So why not, you know, put that all down into a guide so that people can be helped, uh, especially the ones who right. cannot go to colleges and, you know, the traditional route. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. um, that, that is the story behind learn to cloud. Oh, awesome. Awesome. So what you, uh, like, like currently what you share in the learn to cloud and uh, how the things are going around. So. Sure, sure. So we have uh, five phases. Um, so you can think of phases as chapters or, you know, uh, different parts of the guide. Um, so you start with phase one or phase zero, depending where you are in your career. Right. And then for, so for basically phase one is Linux and networking. So you need to know Linux and networking. I'm sure you agree, Rohit. Um, <laughs> then phase two is a bit of programming fundamentals not to the level of a developer, but you still need to know, you still need yeah. to be able to script, right? So phase two is programming yeah. fundamentals. And then phase three is you pick a cloud provider. So it could be anything. So let's say you're in Canada here, AWS is really popular, right? So you pick a cloud provider, can be Azure, can be GCP too. And then phase four is DevOps. So you learn about IAC, you learn about monitoring, you learn about CICD. And then phase five is cloud security for folks who are like interested uh, to go into, you know, cloud security. So I think those are the five phases. And then we have um, resources on, you know, uh, projects and uh, books and stuff that we recommend. So yeah, that is how the, how the guide works in a nutshell. Oh, got it. So uh, like if someone wants to start from scratch, uh, so like they have to learn everything or like they have to consider uh, particular things as at that start or like if someone is just oh, like, oh, like looking for the job, not for going directly into the uh, traditional, uh, like they don't want to uh, deep dive into the same as like employee. They just want to crack the job and get the things done. So they want to follow every path of this or like you have created some separate things? Um, no, so there is no separate um, thing, but we have had created videos that explain, you know, different aspects you can take um, within Learn to Cloud. Oh, so I, nice. I found, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found that few people, you know, they, they are at phase four learning about IC and CICD and they might already be applying for jobs and they will get them because they, if, if they have went through the guide, you know, um, and have right. learned skills. So if you have the skills, I think, you know, at the end, you'll, you'll definitely land a job. And we have had few, um, right. success stories of people who have used learn to cloud and got jobs, um, in, within the cloud space, which is, I think really, uh, makes me happy. Yeah, at the end, that is the only thing which makes us happy, right? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. if if at least one person gets a job, that is that is awesome feeling. <laughs> yeah. So we, it was really nice to hear that thing. So so uh, currently, you and Gwen, two of you, are like working towards this awesome initiative, right? So I would also like to know, like, uh, what what will be your future goals of the Learn to Cloud, and are you 
like scaling it to the big thing and uh, will we see you on the like various uh, channels or something because you are already on the newspaper magazines and other podcast <laughs> nowadays you are also on the <laughs> like news podcast with other people right so i recently saw you on some punjabi channel right uh, your friend yeah, yeah, yeah. must be that yeah oh, so it was okay. really nice <laughs> no thank you yeah yeah um we we can talk about that too but okay. yeah for for I'll, I'll answer the first question about like what's what's the future right uh, for learn to cloud i think the the way um me and gwen have worked is we each year we have this phase where we you know make some changes good amount of changes to the guide and it's usually in the beginning of the year right we have like a sprint um and right Whoa. now we we improved the website itself we have search now um the website performance is really good earlier it was just you know read me um we were using uh. doxify with github pages whereas now we have moved it to azure and we are um uh, like paying for the infrastructure to make sure it's accessible at every time and yeah so just some improvements with the platform itself but i think the guide itself is in a good shape since last year like the actual learning content um yeah. so i think that the the content itself is in like maintenance mode um but i know gwen created a course uh, called batch for beginners which is free on youtube so now that is part of the guide itself because we said in phase 1 you need to learn linux right so i think right yeah think of videos that are you know learning material that will be coming with learn to cloud that guide right now it's written right so we'll be um having like courses or content that's free nice. created nice. by gwen or me or other community members as part of the guide nice, so that is nice. the i think the near future uh, uh for <laughs> the for the guide yeah it is nice so uh, yeah i have seen you collaborating with other folks also which will be soon coming to our uh, cloud and talks next episodes <laughs> <laughs> so you must know that people already <laughs> so uh, they are also nice guys who are like miss in devops world whoever i see on the cloud and tv and devops podcast and anyway they are different than entire entire thing so it is really nice to collaborate with this those folks so uh, this was your entire cloud journey and stuff and so so uh, currently you are working at twilio right so how how you come to the twilio as like developer evangelism so it is one kind of a really i would say really different kind of role nowadays right so you can explain that to the our audience also definitely so i think um the advocacy part in me um like really came in when i was making videos and uh making uh, writing technical articles for me it started with uh, blogs so for the first year um when i started producing like public content which was back in 2021 it was all blogs so 2020 to 2021 we all know covid hit right so i was stuck at yeah. home um didn't have much to do 
um like this my social life was uh zero at the time because of covid and like rules were really strict right we all know that so i think that's when i was like you know i need to find a hobby that i can still pursue while sitting at my desk and one of my so the devops manager recommended that you know you write great documentation um so for the internal like tools and stuff why don't you like start writing technical blogs and it'll help your career and at that time i think you know th- this is 2020 so like three years from now um nice. and i'm like sure yeah i think you know i can write technical blogs it's not that hard um so i started doing that and i loved the the like the workflow so you know you have to do research you have to make sure the things that i'm writing make sense to someone who is not familiar with the technology so i think all of that um like a system made me really passionate about writing stuff and the first year i did um 36 articles which was i think the most amount of articles i've written in any year like after that what happened is um i needed to improve my public speaking skills so you know coming on camera or in a meeting i have this short story where my manager asked me to present a project that i did in terraform in an internal meeting and i could not because i was so anxious um oh. and the the take back from that was as a lesson is you know that i needed to improve my public speaking skills especially for the projects that i have built myself like you know you need to come up and speak about those because right. then you will be recognized especially within a company so i think that was a turning point uh, he recommended me to start a youtube i'm like okay i had these 36 articles that are already written so they basically acted as a script to my youtube videos so i'm like okay i'll create these 36 videos that will be just my article in a video format right um so i recorded my first video i didn't publish for 30 days like it took me well, 30 days to gain the courage to post it it was edited <laughs> yeah, yeah it was edited <laughs> and everything and saved but i just couldn't post it and yeah and then i think the turning point was uh in 2022 so last year january i joined google as a technical solution specialist um i didn't like the role as much um google was you know one of the companies that i wanted to work for uh when i was in 10th or 9th but yeah the role was not a fit for me and i quit that after 5 months um and as soon as i quit you know i was looking for opportunities and that's when twilio came in they're like you know you're you're doing developer relation stuff already and now it was like 2 years so 2020 i started you know blogs and stuff so it had been 2 right. years that i've been advocating for cloud just on my own not as a job so i'm like maybe i like this as a full time job so i went in for the interviews and stuff and you know here we are nice nice so it's like to summarize everything uh you you mentioned the one of the important point like uh, if you if you don't uh, vouch for your work you don't sell yourself then it will be like your content is your project your efforts are not getting to the right people so you have mm-hmm. to be the nice public speaker for that not public speaker but you have to be 
like you have to be the validation for your work i would yeah. say yeah and another thing you mentioned like uh, moving to develop evangelism it it, it is not like it, i had the same journey like you so it was never a goal for me to get as a develop evangelism or develop nice. advocate it was like similarly uh, it just happened because people know your efforts if you are active people know you on the not only mm-hmm. on the social media platform because when i got the uh, when i got your this role developer uh, advocate i just said i guess 600 followers or something on twitter so it is similar like uh, it is not about followers it is about uh, no. uh, how your content is doing is it helping the people it is reaching yeah. the nice uh, nice audience uh, so if you are helping the people then obviously yeah, i'm 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 sure like that's why this will you why reach out to you for the developer evangelism post and we know this is history like you are talking everywhere and recently we saw you at the civil navigation uh, so it was also awesome so nice uh, everything uh, it was inspiring kind of a journey so uh, furthermore uh, would you like to add some points around like uh, what you are talking currently on the speaking and uh, so are you focusing on the apis are you focusing on the cloud and uh, so how how the things will go on so i think with, with my cloud um stuff um serverless is um major topic that i'm talking about this year um and also like full projects so like good projects that people can have or build along that will be going either on you'll see it on my channel for sure but also i'll be talking about those at different events if uh, that opportunity comes right and then when it comes to uh not cloud or like twilio specific yes like the apis is the yeah. focus but i think that is also like i found a good mix between uh serverless and apis because you can build you know serverless apis now um so yeah i think uh, that will be the theme for this year if uh, if nothing other interesting uh, technology comes along the way that i want to explore um yeah for my own learnings i think as the podcast says cloud native um i'm trying to you know upskill myself uh, with containerization okay. so like docker um i've been doing that for it's been a month now so i'm learning you know um and then after that it'll be obviously kubernetes and like uh, the orchestration part of it so this year's focus is that oh got it got it so uh, so if you would like to answer this question like why should anyone learn the cloud in 2023 so it is common question everywhere right and also to relate it with the developer evangelism so so developer evangelist so people think like developer evangelist gets paid really high or something so that is also the another doubt of the people so uh let me ask you like you are the one guy who can answer the both of the questions that they put on so yeah yeah so i think for the first question why someone should learn cloud okay so the one misconception of being not only being active in the community and working with students but also teaching um you know students is i found that especially in the computer science world students think that the the only role that is well paying and has good future is software development 
which is not the case. Um, and there are so many roles in IT. I, I just don't say it for cloud. You could be sysadmin, you could be, you know, a Microsoft 365 or Power Platform engineer. So mm -hmm. look, look for things that, you know, makes like you are interested in, or you are, you want to learn those things. Um, you can sit down and work with those tools every day. And once you have find that, I think you can make a career out of it if you have the right skills. So same thing goes for cloud. And I want, I advocate for cloud because, you know, the things that it has done for me, right? So from being an international student who was working in support. So I worked in a gas station before this, I have, when I was doing my diploma to like, you know, cover my expenses and fees. And I also have worked as a pizza delivery guy. Um, so I was earning $10 to getting into support where I was earning $18 an hour to, you know, being in cloud now where like, I don't, I'm like financially free. So the things I think cloud has brought into my life, like I can't count off how many positive things that have happened um, with, with, with the career itself. And also like, I, I am passionate about, you know, cloud. I love, um, as I said, the, the engineering side of it, like how all these systems right. work and the power that it, it has given, especially the like startups, think about it. You know, they can't set up data centers on day one, um, but now you can start like a startup uh, company <laughs> within few, you know, weeks, if not days okay. with your product. So yeah, find, find things that, you know, make you like happy and question things. And you are really, you ha really have an interest in, and it doesn't have to be cloud, but I'm trying to show people that, okay, you know about software development, but there's this other thing cloud, which you can learn and still be, you know, called like successful. I don't know. Um, in, in the, uh, technology space. So yeah, that's, that's my take on your first question. Um, <laughs> for the developer evangelism, I think, and I can tell this by like my personal experience, uh, I started doing advocacy kind of role for cloud and myself through my YouTube and blog, even though as Rohit said, the following or the social media present doesn't count. It's what they look for is how well you can communicate with the community itself. Like, how are you explaining technical um, terms in your own language and make sure it makes sense? So I, ha I had, I don't even remember now, I had really less followers or, you know, subscribers or people who would read my blog. But if it was a good blog that, you know, made sense, uh, it was explaining a technical topic yeah, that, that's what they see. Um, when it comes to the question about money, um, I think it, that really depends on where the company is, where you are located, um, and how, like, what's the level of experience you have had in evangelism or advocacy. And I am actually working on a video about salary uh, or compensation no. in DevRel because there's not much information available. Because for right. you know software development, you have levels.fy, um, but 
for like developer relations i i, I had trouble uh, when i was negotiating my salary with twilio <laughs> because i couldn't get right. much data right yeah. so yeah, yeah so uh, la- yeah so only one time i saw the data which was with uh, i guess developerrelations.com yeah 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 they released de- some kind of uh, survey so that mm-hmm. only had the data otherwise there is nothing about developerrelations so uh, according to salary kind of thing mm-hmm. so it, yeah it will be really awesome video and it will help so many folks who are, want to dive down into the uh, devrel as future so yeah. you can also discuss like devrel you should go or, you should go with the devrel or not <laughs> so that will exactly. be another kind of a, yeah so uh, yeah i would also tell the audience like don't go with the hype uh, focus on mm-hmm. what you can do and what you can achieve and uh, what entertains you what you enjoy that matters at the end because otherwise uh, it will be no use if you don't enjoy your work <laughs> you will just if you you will just do your stuff and uh, you will work for the company not for yours so that is the thing uh i guess we covered all of the points for today and uh, and for i know in the future i will invite rishab for i will disturb him more of times now because i have this cloud night talks running <laughs> and he's the guy sure. he will come more of the times here so thanks for joining today and uh, uh, to to uh, give the last conclusion kind of a thing so mm-hmm. you can tell the audience like if uh, from india right so most of the folks from the india wants to go abroad and to the ms and to the sat and then they want to do uh, the higher studies and then go for the job not joining the indian companies at the start so is that kind of a thing they should go for uh, not like you have to tell directly but just like what can be the pointers to remember other thing uh, you should also uh, bring spark on the things like uh, if you uh, if you can't go then what are the different options and uh, is remote job also the on one of the way uh, like because it is also popular but it is is easy or not <laughs> that is also the another thing right it is not like yeah you can only tell these things <laughs> Yeah so I think when it comes to staying in India and like finding your first job especially if you so let's say you went through the bachelor's route right you got yourself a computer science degree yes i would say um if and i think it's hard it's really hard to get a job abroad when you have studied in a different country and then you're applying for because of the visa stuff that's involved um a lot of the companies you know don't want the hassle to deal with immigration and stuff it takes a lot of efforts not only for you but also for the company to bring you to another country i think the smartest way to work around that especially if your goal is to go up, you know abroad is get a job in india build your skills um look for companies that are you know global so we already know big tech is global so google microsoft all of these companies are global but look at you know medium small and medium sized businesses and startups they are also you know if not two or three they might be present in four to five countries start working for them and once you have proved your like value within the company it might take a year it might take two years ask them to you know sponsor you 
to a different country oh, and i've seen nice. i've seen my friends do this and i think it really worked out uh, well for them whereas you know now i don't have a degree in my example um i had to work like what five years to be where i am right now um whereas you know for them it was i won't say easy because now you have to prove your worth back in india yeah, right. right and mm -hmm. india is really competitive but mm -hmm. i think it worked out for them going the degree path back in india to moving abroad through the company sponsorship so that is one way nice. to do it and when it comes to remote work i think rohit you can agree it's really competitive right yeah. everyone wants to work remotely uh, everyone wants to earn in dollars or pounds or euros and when you have so many skilled people who all want mm -hmm. to do same thing you'll get competition so i think you really need to work hard and like build skills that are not easily you know available within the market to reach to that level that hey you know i can apply for remote jobs i'm not saying it cannot be done i'm saying you know you'll have to work hard for it right yeah it was really awesome for us thank you thank you for doing go so, like to summarize uh, he mentioned about the uh, your uh, gre and that stuff also like if you want to do uh, go to the us and us canada or europe to study and mm -hmm. stuff you can yeah points to remember other thing is uh, what are the other ways uh, loopholes <laughs> you yes. can go with that that is a remote job so it is tricky uh, it can it is achievable but you have to really you you have to really study hard because not it is like everyone everyone is running in this thing so it uh, previously people were running for the fang and stuff and yeah. right so now they are running for the remote jobs also so competition is really nice really higher so you have to be the on race you have to raise your bar i would say so mm -hmm. that's that thing so thank you rishab for joining our cloud native talk episode 7 thank you and hope you. it was nice for you to <laughs> I, i i i think uh, you enjoyed it right really yeah. <laughs> so uh, thank you <laughs>